This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, so yeah, I'm Baby Tucker. I'm Baby Jack, and I am a I'm an engineer. Okay, yep. And I like to pursue tech projects, and I work out of your garage. Mm-hmm. And I created like a box that I step into, mm-hmm. and when I get into the box, it creates. A time loop. Seems pretty easy to follow. And when I get out of the time loop, I've discovered that I've traveled back in time six hours. Mm -hmm. But who's that I see in my house? Is it you? It's me, except it's not quite me. Because it's California me, and his name is Baby. And I'm a baby. Yeah. When I step out of the box, mm-hmm. I've I've it's 2019 when I go into the box and I'm an adult man, 35 yeah. years old. When I step out of the box, it's 6 hours earlier and it's 1995 and I'm a baby. And there's another baby. And there's another baby and yeah. it's Baby Weedlord and he's from California. Yeah, you know what what's crazy? Same what? thing happened to me. Really? Yeah, but it was Baby Halfpipe and he's from California. But it's sort of like this other Tanner who exists or maybe is the box Tanner. I don't know. Yeah. It's very hard to follow and it makes you feel really smart for like liking it and like saying you can follow and it. I, I didn't go on Wikipedia to read what happened because I got it the first He's time. He's sort of the inverse rela- like inverse personality yeah. of me, the, the prime Tanner. We are talking about. Um, Time Cop starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? (laughs) (laughs) Intellectual (laughs) art house. Yeah. (laughs) Darling. Time Time travel flick. Very difficult to follow, but really cool and worth persevering through. If you watch it a few times, you start to understand how the time loops work. It really makes sense. You've got to watch it more than once. So now there's two Tanners. There's There's me, baby Tanner, adult baby Tanner, and I'm Mm -hmm. an adult baby, and it's not sexual, but it is not sexy. It's neither sexy nor sexual. It's neither sexy nor sexual. Yeah. And then there's this baby weed lord who's California Tanner and is not sexual and maybe a little sexy just because he's got that kind of California California edge to him. Yeah, and he smokes a lot of pot. Yeah. Takes massive bong rips. So now what? And then there's this sniveling weenie adult baby Jack. Yeah. And then this really cool adult baby half-pipe. Yeah. And they're all friends. No. No. I don't think so. They're mad at each other. (laughs) I think they're probably going to hijack the broadcast, which they're doing now. Oh, God, Jack, I can barely hear you. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, weed lord. Hey, baby half pipe. I notice you're an adult baby now. I guess I took too much of the bong rips man oh yeah hey i'll have what he's having (laughs) (laughs) Uh, surf too many waves man right do pretend to have an orgasm and then i'll say i'll have what he's having (laughs) okay no i won't (laughs) okay (laughs) um i think they sent us back uh in this primer is it primer primer Primer, yeah, and and this time cop machine. Same guys who uh, wrote and directed Pi. Yeah, um, they sent us back in this time cop machine to do to arrest someone called Baby Dong. Baby Dong, I see why you'd want to arrest them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We are we sure about that? (laughs) Oh no, sorry, it says Baby Doan. Okay. Okay. Doan. I I misread that. At first, I thought it said baby bong. Oh, man, I wish. I could use a baby bong right now because I'm a baby and I love smoking the kind (laughs) bud. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, what's the show we're hosting and hijack the radio waves (laughs) from those two losers who look and act just like us, except they're not from California? It's called the We Heart Kids Club Club Babies. Babies. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm not doing a new theme song. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.
Can you just like get laboriously play <laughs> the We Are Kids Club Club theme on Glockenspiel and then yeah. layer Figure it out over? Figure how to play it on Glockenspiel. <laughs> and then the worst part, I, I want video of this, honestly, because it would be pretty amusing to watch that it wasn't amusing to participate in. Fo- me following Cyril around with like a pretty expensive mic being like, say Anna Martin. <laughs> Anna Martin. <laughs> and M. Martin. And M. Yeah. And <laughs> say club again. <laughs> Poor little fucker. Well, luckily the the We Heart Kids Club Club theme doesn't have any lyrics. So. Yeah. Perfect. Um, and in case you haven't been following, what happens here is that it wasn't us who scorched the skies. It was us who scorched the skies, and it, because we're the sort of the bad personalities. Yeah, we're the guys who stepped out of the box, or maybe we were in the box the whole time. I don't know. It's very difficult to follow. Right. Anyway, some very confusing time stuff happened, and we have been sent back in time to investigate the past of the Babysitter's Club members, and this week we are going to be investigating the past of Dawn Schaefer in California because we're talking about the Portrait Collection, and this week we read Portrait Collection, number unnumbered, but it's the third one chronologically. Not numbered. Dawn's book. Dong's book. Dong's book. Finally, a book book for Dong's. For Dong's. (laughs) About time, America. When are they going to make a book for dongs? <laughs> now, finally, it happened. And did the PC it. police finally took a break, and we have a book for dongs. Is that the portrait collection police? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Finally. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. The war on dongs is over. <laughs> Good. Jack, I read the book. I read the book, I mean, sorry. Too. Half pipe. You can call me whatever you like. It's okay. difficult to keep track of which iteration I am. All I know is I'm a, an adult baby. And it's not sexual. And, and it's not sexy. It's like the Muppet Babies. It's like the Muppet Babies. Yeah. In like every way. Babies. In every way. And We're adult guys who are baby guys. Yeah. And it's not sexual and it's not sexy. Just mm-hmm. like the Muppet Babies. Jack, this week we read a book called and Dawn's it's book. Dong's book, and yeah. it was the portrait collection, and it was about Dawn's upbringing, and, and I where loved it. She is in life, and I loved it too. And usually, we start the episodes by describing the book, yeah. and the only reason I'm excited about getting to that segment this week is because it's not my turn to sing a lullaby, which is our most absurd. <laughs> version of describing the books and we literally do an entire song parody on the little sister podcast (laughs) it's somehow easier to write an entire song parody than it is invent entirely new lyrics for a lullaby um this one was by Jeannie Betancourt Gene Gene someone in the in the Facebook group they have a grandma or an aunt called Jeannie yep and about eight other people said I also have a relative who spells it like this and it's pronounced Gene well (laughs) Confirmation. Bias. Jeannie wrote this one. She did a great job. Um, we're all handprints in the cement of time. Did we add that to the outro? I think we should. Yeah. That's what Claudia says, and it's very much about this podcast. And what we like to do is describe the books, and the way we describe them is I describe it with a lullaby that I sing to you, and then mm-hmm. Tanner will describe it in 60 seconds. So this is the point in the podcast where if you have any babies or you know any babies— uh, mm-hmm. Or you know anybody who knows any babies, you should bring the podcast over to the baby. Mm-hmm. And or hold it up to their monitor. Hold it up to their monitor, whatever way you – if you can access a baby who's trying to sleep, now is a great time to hold the podcast up to them so that I can sing them this lullaby so that they can go the fuck to sleep. And that's a, a – parents will get that one. <laughs> yeah. I trademarked that for the show. Yeah, perfect. That's good. That's great. Um, Go the fuck to sleep. Yeah. So, do you want? Shall I sing it to you? Yeah. Yeah. Don't you fall asleep? This is a very soothing lullaby. Well, I woke up very early this morning to care for my son, even though my back was out. So mm-hmm. I am feeling very tired, and I was up all night with a sore back. And hearing all about this before we started recording, I was hoping you got it out of your system. And we are recording five days later than expected. Yeah. Because on Wednesday I needed to work, it turned out, even though I had the fucking day off. Wow. And then on Friday I throw my back, and it's now Sunday, and my back still hurts like hell. Yeah. Well, at least you're in the studio. What I'm going to do is sing to you. Sing to me. And it's a lullaby. Are you ready? Yes. 
Get ready to go to sleep and be lulled into sleep. I'm about to lull Me? you. Me? Yeah, I'm going to lull you. Okay. You want to get lulled? Y'all ready to get lulled? That's cool to say before you sing a lullaby. Shout at your baby. Y'all ready to get lulled? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cyril! <laughs> hey, Cyril! <laughs> Y'all ready to get lulled? <laughs> You're about to get lulled. Okay. You know what I did to my baby today? What? Dropped him right on his dang head. <laughs> oh no! Why? It's so hard. It's like it's it's so hard not to. Yeah. Because it's, it's like jelly on a piece of toast. Yeah. It's just like when you, he's got a hell of a melon on him. Yeah. You know. Well, and when you're trying to like reach for the bong to take those like yeah huge exactly rips like you need both hands on it and it's very easy to drop a drop what a actually happened was we were both sitting on the couch jamie went to go to the bathroom jamie's been caring for him because my back is out and she put him in my lap and he immediately started crawling off my lap towards my ipad which was on the other part of the l section couch yeah so he crossed over like just the tiniest bit of open air oh, on the no. corner to get yeah. to the ipad and misplaced his hand and just went flying off the couch. Well, he's not and allowed I, to touch the fucking iPad in the first place. I no, he's not. And yeah. I jumped to get him, but my yeah. back is out. <laughs> <laughs> so he just fell and landed on his head. Jamie was like, and, "Like I went to the bathroom for one minute, <laughs> <laughs> literally <laughs> one minute." She came back out and he was screaming, and I was like holding my back and agony. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, this has been surprisingly dead, dead talk. talk. Um, okay, I'm gonna sing to you. I'm gonna lull you. Y'all ready to get lulled? Let's get lulled. Here it goes. Ready? Yes. Don Reed Schaefer, don't even talk. Ruthie and you can play with blocks. And if the boys take the blocks from you, you can stick them together with glue. And if you're feeling lonely and bored, a bunch of hippies will move next door. And if the hippies are too damn weird, you'll soon learn their value when your mom disappears. You won't be such a hippie hater when they rescue your mom from an elevator alligator would have worked too yeah but in the book it's about an elevator alligator would have worked too though is but all i'm saying it, there is the rhyme scheme okay. yeah i get that but it's about an elevator ahead, rescue which going. happens in the novel okay yeah, yeah. okay and if your mom seems happy and glad, she won't be after she starts fighting with your dad. And although your grandparents bicker on vacation, it's actually mom and dad who are, are, head who are heading for separation. And even though your burgeoning concerns about fire are developing into some troubling phobias, it's the divorce you should be worried about because it's extremely acrimonious. And even though you'll win an award in Palo City for the time you save kids from a fire unassisted, when you move to Stony Brook, you'll break up key babysitting rule about snooping and get blacklisted. I think the babies are probably lulled by now. Yeah. Started to get a... You started to go a little twista on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the last couple of verses. Was, it was supposed to be, like, ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it came through. It was yeah. ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's... You just jammed a lot of lyrics into a little space. <laughs> yeah. I got bored of writing it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm surprised the guy who wrote uh, Hush Little Baby Mockingbird didn't get yeah. bored of writing it. Because that gets boring real fast. Sometimes the rhyme scheme and plot synopsis of the Little Sister songs will be yeah. very, very good at the beginning. And yeah. Then very, very lazy by yeah. the end. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Do you, did I, Have I ever told you the story about the time a family of hippies moved in with me? No, that sounds great. Let's hear that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in college at the University of Colorado in Boulder, mm -hmm. a school known for its- Hippies. Fun. Yeah. Loving use of- Marijuana. Recreational drugs. Yes. And its community of transient people. Ah, uh, Yes. 
hippies. Yeah. I moved in next door to my best friend, Jim. From Mallory Hates Boys. Who Mallory Hates. Great. Yes. Good. Yep. And I didn't care who I lived with. I just cared that I was living next door to my friends and Jim. So Mm -hmm. I I went to the next door neighbors of Jim and said, y'all got an open room? And they said, yes. Do you party? Oh, yeah. And you were like, yeah. And I said, sure. Literally, literally exactly (laughs) the... What I said and the intonation, I was like, yeah, I like to party. Yeah, sure, sounds like yeah. fun. I like to party. Yeah. <laughs> Who does it? And I moved in, quiet, nerdy Tanner, yeah. and discovered that not only did they like to do a lot of very fun and exotic drugs, mm-hmm. they like to sell a lot of fun okay, and exotic drugs yeah. to most of the high school population of Boulder, Colorado. Yeah. And one night, as I was sitting in the living room playing PlayStation, all four of my roommates came in, and one of them was bleeding profusely. Oh, no. And I said, oh, shit, what's going on? And they all went to the rooms and grabbed guns. Oh, no. <laughs> and story said, took such a turn. A deal went bad and left the house immediately. And I said, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to move out. And then about a month later, I didn't move out yet because I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the height of lazy. A family... Of I would say two people in their mid thirties and their probably eight year old son moved into our living room mm-hmm. to live there, and they were hippies. They were like full on anti establishment hippies, and they cool. lived in our living room rent free for a month. And that's that's that what is when I out. moved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel dawn. Yeah. I don't. I like broadly agree with a lot of the sort of viewpoints of hippies, anti establishment, peace, yeah. no guns. Occasional free marijuana use. use. Yep. Yeah. But when you do live with them in mm. your living room where your PlayStation is and your roommates are all drug dealers. Yeah, that's not great. It's not great. Yeah, that's bad. Bad. Please don't look them up. Please don't look them up and get them in trouble. <laughs> they, were kind, they were nice dudes. <laughs> okay. And that's what happened to Dawn. And that's what happened to Dawn. The Sunny Winslows. Exactly. The Winslows are laying it on pretty thick. They like show. They show up. <laughs> they show up next door, and Dawn's like, "Oh, I hope there's a girl my age." And they like get out of their like peace van, and yeah. they literally like they're all wearing like flowing robes, and they like get into the like flower the crowns. garden and like hold hands and like dance around in the garden. <laughs> and Dawn like immediately Dawn's was like, like, "Oh, I have to go." <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna um, tie dye our curtains." And yeah. Like, oh no, I'm actually like, sick. Oh, that's so nice. You're planting a garden, Mr. Winslow. And he's like, "I'm planting it in a band the bomb symbol, like white flowers." <laughs> it's like, okay, dude, Jesus. It's like 1985, you know? Yeah, I know. It's way too. It's not even 1995. It's like 1994. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they're they're a mess, the Winslows at first, but then they slowly corporatize. They sell out to the men. Um, yeah. Well, what, you, let's have you describe the book. I'll describe the book. Let's describe the book. I'll we'll, describe the dang book. I'm gonna put on a nice little. Oh, uh, hopefully your baby's still listening to this because I'm gonna put mine? on a, not any baby. Okay. Uh, hopefully babies are still listening to this because we're gonna put. Um, I guess we did talk a lot about drugs. Yeah. So hopefully babies. That's okay. It's 2019. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Babies, drugs yeah. are okay in moderation and don't right. do any of the really very hard and addictive ones. Yeah. Stick to the fun stuff that's not super addictive. Yes. And yeah. And ask your parents about it. And if it. you need my weak guy's number, yeah. let me know. Have I told you this story before about the first time I used drugs? I think I have. But I decided that I really wanted to use drugs. Mm-hmm. And I think I was like 13. And so what I did was I went to my school library and read all of the books oh, about yeah. drugs. Yeah, me too. And in the end, I just, I remember having a conversation with my friend where I was like, I'm like torn between weed and acid, but I think we should try weed because it's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> I did almost the exact same thing. Like I looked up online like how to smoke weed. Yeah. And, like, found all these, like, weird ways to do it. Like, make a bong out of an apple or, like, do the hot <laughs> knives method where yeah. you get two knives hot and put the weed on it. Great. So then I would, like, parrot that back to people and be like, <laughs> oh, have you ever done hot knives? Like, yeah. What are you fucking talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's good. Two different kinds of nerds. <laughs> um, you describe the book. And we'll play a little uh, lullaby, another little lullaby for the babies. 
Okay, we're cranking up the music box, and we yep. have 60 seconds. Oh, wait, hang on. I got to crank up my music box. <laughs> Sorry, that's, I said that really <laughs> weird. I don't know why. I don't know why. I said it like that, and I regret it. <laughs> yeah. I just got to make sure there's a timer going. Yeah. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. In five, four. How many do we, what do I pronounce? What do I say? I do I say Don't it? say the two or the one. Okay. In or you five. say them a little bit, but so I can sort of okay. make it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got it. Five, four. Should I quiet down on three or stay three at the same level? I would level? say strong on three. Strong on three and then suddenly down mm. to, to pianissimo for two mm-hmm. and one. Okay. In pianissimo. five, four, three, two. Okay, so Don Oh sorry, you weren't loud enough. I didn't <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Just wait until I in five, four, three, two, one, go. So Dawn is a baby and she lives in California and she makes best friends with a girl called Ruthie, mm-hmm. I wanna say. Yep. And they are in the class together and they decide to build they like the book Madeline and they decide to build an Eiffel Tower out of blocks and these boys destroy the blocks and they decide to glue the blocks together and that's it. And they get in a little bit of trouble, but it's mostly fine. Then Dawn wants a new best friend, and a girl is moving in on her block, and it's Sunny Winslow, and her parents are hippies, and they have flowers all over their cars, and they plant a, a peace symbol in the yard, and they want to do tie-dye on everything. And Dawn decides that she doesn't like Sun- Sunny and her parents, but then they go shopping together, and Sunny's mom gets trapped in an elevator along with Maureen and... No. Maureen? Don't get hung up on the names. You only have 10 seconds left. Dawn's mom, and they do Morse code to get him out. Then it's several years later, and the family goes on a trip to San Francisco with Dawn's grandparents, and she and realizes time. the trimming of love, and then there's a fire, and then she moves home to east, the East Coast. Great. Uh, good job on the first part. Bad job on the last part. I spent a little too long on... On Ruthie, because that stuff is nothing. Chapter. They, she, they like they're building a block tower. I missed a lot of the fire stuff, which is Dom becomes obsessed with fire, and I missed a lot of the um, Stony Brook stuff, which is when she moves to Stony Brook. The golden anniversary stuff is important. Granny and Pop Pop are having an anniversary, and they fly them to San Francisco. And Dawn is noticing the whole time that Granny and Pop Pop are bickering. Yes. And what she doesn't realize is that that's their love language. That's how they express you their ever heard love. Heard of a love language, Tanner? It's a thing. And Jamie and I have incompatible love languages. What are they? It's like soft touch, gentle compliments, little gifts, and then there's a bunch of other ones. Sarah says mine is helping, which is nice. Oh, helping is one of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sarah is often like, hey, can you do a little bit more of your love language around the house? Yeah, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> mine is je- Jamie's is definitely like soft compliments and gentle touches. Yeah, and mine is one hundred percent tiny gifts. Okay, that's good. So I'm constantly showering Jamie in tiny gifts. That's and she's nice. Just like I don't want any more tiny gifts. That's fine. That's and then lovely. she's constantly showering me in compliments, and I'm like, where are my fucking tiny gifts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is great. I could do anything with it. <laughs> um. So what Dawn learns is that. Uh, Granny and Pop-Up have a love language that is bickering and that uh, mom and dad- It's like teasing. It's like fun teasing. Yeah, have a love language that is divorce. Yes. They don't love one another. And they get She doesn't discover that until when the fire comes, though. Yeah. She gets afraid of fire, Mm. which is interesting, don't you think? Especially given how these books end- well, how the books ended. The main books. In the future. In the future. This is the past. In the future. She had visions of fire. She had visions of fire. She was afraid. She becomes unreasonably afraid of fire. Shall I read you the passage? For as yes. long as I could remember, I'd been afraid of fire. When I was little, my mother didn't have to remind me not to play with matches. I wouldn't go near them. I didn't like when people lit candles either. And whenever I heard fire truck sirens, I'd worry that my house was on fire. I knew that I was more afraid of fire than most people, so I didn't talk about it much. But one day I began to think that my fear of fire wasn't so unreasonable after all. And what happens is that the Austins, whom she is babysitting for, their house catches on fire. Yep. And it turns out, Tanner, that this it This is Daffodil and... Yeah, maybe may one of these fucking flower children. Yeah, it's the flower children. Daffodil and, like, poppy or whatever. Guess how their house burns down? Electrical fire caused by faulty wiring in the kitchen. Ever heard that before, Tanner? Yeah. 
That's how Marianne's house burned That's down. That's how Marianne's house burned down. Yeah, when Don was there too, wasn't refrigerator she? Refrigerator play. Okay. Refrigerator yeah. play gone wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't think Don's setting the fires? You think that she just tends to, to end up around refrigerator play? I think, and this is supported in the text, Yeah, that Palo City, California mm-hmm. is sort of a hotbed. It's like where... The refrigerator play really started. That's where it got going. Kicking yeah. off. All it these was like hippies. swinging in the Catskills in the 70s. Okay. In the 80s, refrigerator play really took off in Palo City. Okay. And it is supported in the text. Yeah. No, it does seem to be. And Well, it's supported in, in another place. Okay. I think Jack is the Jack Schaefer. Yeah. Not you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. No judgments. Okay. Thank you. I think Jack Schaefer is the one who is sort of the progenitor of refrigerator play. Okay. And Maureen, is that right? No, it's not Maureen. Maureen is Stacy's mom. Sharon? Uh, Sharon. Sharon Porter, yeah. yes. I think Sharon was turned on to refrigerator play by Jack. Okay. Schaefer, not yeah. you. Yeah. And introduced it into her lovemaking with... Mr. Spear. Mr. Richard. Okay. Because Carol and Jack seem to be into it. Okay. Would you like to substantiate that with evidence from the text? Yeah. Okay. I dress and went to the kitchen for breakfast. Carol was already dressed for work and eating some granola and yogurt. We said good morning to one another, but Carol seemed distracted. As I fed oranges into the juicer, she asked, Have you seen my rollerblades, Don? I told you she was younger than my dad. Cool. Uh Uh-uh, I answered. Where did you take them off last? Maybe it was in the car, or maybe it was at work. So, like, clearly... Oh, the rollerblades are in the fridge. The rollerblades are somewhere, like, they're in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. The rollerblades were involved in her lovemaking with Jack mm-hmm. Schaefer. Please say Schaefer, yeah. So I think, like, the refrigerator play... And Sorry, this is a segment. Okay, great. And it's called Racy Passages with Two Adult Babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that we had that segment. Yeah. Yeah. Racy passages with two adult two babies. Adult babies. I'm glad that's we're what the it's adult called. babies. Yeah. yeah, and these are I mean, racy we, passages. These are racy, racy it is about, passages. Yeah, it is about refrigerator play, which is a sexual kink. Yeah, involving love making in a refrigerator adjacent manner. Yes. Yeah, and apparently the, Carol and Jack Schaefer mm-hmm. have incorporated like rollerblading into it, which seems very technical and advanced. Yeah, that's very advanced and cold. So Carol and Jack are, are refrigerator enthusiasts too, which makes me feel like this is how refrigerator we are seeing the origins of refrigerator play. Yeah, and why wouldn't you? If you're doing a if you're a genie Betancourt and you have the opportunity to go back in the past and kind of set some early lore, why mm-hmm. not show the origins of refrigerator play? Mm-hmm. And say that it came from California. That's cool. That's great stuff. It's that's cool. That's called storytelling. It's uh, called storytelling. Have you done a California style? That's what they called it back in the 80s. Uh, have, they, you like, have you done a California style? Have you done a California style? You put and these like, wheels on your feet? <laughs> and then you fuck in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now that we've defined, given a shape to all the dons. Oh, and then there's a final don. Modern don. Modern don who does a babysitting crime. Yeah. This is don who lives in Stony Brook. Yeah. And she's just moved there, and she's just joined a club called the Babysitters Club. Mm-hmm. Which is sort of like the We Heart Kids Club, but it, it's in Connecticut. Yeah. And they're a little more strict. Yeah. And yeah, they keep a record book. Yeah. Yeah. Not as and good. And she's trying to win over her new friends and trying to prove herself as a babysitter. And she goes to care for someone called Laser, which is cool. Yeah. Mrs. Lazar. Mrs. Laser and her kid. And she snoops and sees that baby Laser is falling behind in class and needs to be held back for. A second year in the second grade so that she can catch up on her reading. Yes. And accidentally reveals that to Baby Laser, who seems upset by it. No snooping is one of the four rules of babysitting. Yep. The Christie so that's the, that's the dawns. Yeah, those are all the dawns. We've defined the dawns, so yep. I feel like now would be the most appropriate time for me to deploy my... Quiz? Yeah. Um, do we have a segment? Do we do we call the quiz segment something? Yeah, we call it the Babysitter's Club Baby Baby Quiz of the Week. And this okay. week, it's which dawn are you? Which dong are you? Is it dong or dawn? Which dong are you? Dong? Which is it? Because I'm if I'm taking the quiz, which I've never done before, 
I want to know let me, let me check my notes. Let me what check. I'm going to end up with. Well, I wrote it down as which dong are you, but okay. I think it might be which doan. Doan. Okay. Well, it's important for me to know beforehand, or I guess not. I guess I'll. It's a checklist out. quiz. Okay. And here's how you do it. I'm going to read a list of accidentally vegan foods. Okay, that's so. Fun. These are foods that are vegan, but you might not realize that they're vegan. Okay. And you just keep track of how many you've tried. Okay. Okay. Yep. Fruit by the foot. Yeah, I've tried that. Ritz crackers. Sure. Yeah, I've tried that. Oreos. Oreos, yeah. Oreos. I've had Oreos. Swedish fish. That's the, like, gummies? Yeah. Yeah, I've had those. Smucker's Uncrustables. No, fuck you. Wheat Thins. Yes, of course. Airheads. Sure. Monster Energy Drink. Yep. (laughs) Sour Patch Kids. Yep. Chicken Tacos from the department store at Palo City Mall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I haven't had those, but Don has. Don has. <laughs> I noticed that too. So if you if you answered, wait, can you read, yes. the, read the chicken tacos passage? Yeah, <laughs> like, that was, I fucking noticed this too. It's just like, what the fuck, Don? Don? Like literally on the way to the mall, Don was like, my mom and Mrs. Winslow were just like talking about their favorite tofu recipes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then they say so the girls save their moms from the elevator using Morse code, which is something that Sonny knows. Yeah, which is not even that hippie thing. That's more like a like black ops military thing. Yeah. The store manager shook Sonny's hand and thanked her personally. She invited our families to go to Bramberger's cafeteria and have something to eat. It'll be on the house, she said. Our parents thanked her and decided that we'd have an early dinner at the cafeteria. The cafeteria is on the fourth floor, my mother said. Let's take the stairs, Mrs. Winslow said. We all laughed and took the stairs. Sonny and I made sure to sit next to one another in the cafeteria, and we both ordered the same thing, chicken tacos and lemonade. <laughs> classic. Classic. Classic Dawn vegetarian. We should, do a, we should do a quiz that's like, what kind of vegetarian are you? And one answer is Dawn vegetarian, where it's just like, <laughs> I eat anything. Can I give you your result? Did you keep track of how many you answered yes to? Um, everything except the smuckers and, um, maybe one other, but. And chicken tacos, I think. And the chicken tacos, yeah. Yeah. So if you answered yes to, to zero to two, mm-hmm. you're a beach baby, Don. Oh, that's fun. If you answered yes to three or four, mm-hmm. you're hippie hater, Don. That's cool. If you answered yes to five or six, mm-hmm. you're San Francisco, Don. Oh, Cool. And if you answered yes to seven or eight, you're the fear of fire, Don. Okay. And if you answered yes to nine or ten, you're East Coast, Don. Okay, so I'm fear of fire, Don. You're, yes. That's yes. great. And uh, I'm fire starter, Don. Fire starter, Don. Um, can you, what's my result? Tell me about my, a little bit about myself. Well, you have an irrational fear of fire because I think it's something that you're capable of controlling and obsessing over while your family life falls apart around you and your parents stop loving one another. Yes, okay. Thank you. That's actually weirdly, I guess it's like the Barnum effect or something, but that's weirdly accurate. Yeah. (laughs) So. My version of it is just cleaning the house endlessly. (laughs) It's like something I could keep under my control. Yeah, a lot of people just like go and like do body modifications. Yeah. You know, in that time, or try drugs or whatever. But you've decided to be afraid of fire. I've decided to be afraid of fire. And guess what? Why I'm afraid of fire, Tanner? Let me read you this passage. The door was closed between the kitchen and the living room, said the firefighter. So your supplies and your looms are okay. I was glad I'd. Excuse me? She's, he's talking to the Mrs. Austin, who's the weaver, and she weaves looms. That's actually pretty interesting, isn't it? <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. Excuse me? <laughs> okay, there's a character in this book called Mrs. Austin, and she weaves looms, and she's oh! a weaver. <laughs> you mean like the hit 1992 yeah. Adventures game, Loom? Yeah, exactly like that. Exactly. Is there a character in that who weaves looms? (laughs) Is there, Jack? Is it Bob and Threadbare? I'm a Bob and Threadbare!
there. <laughs> Apprentice of the Weaver's Guild. Okay, yeah. Now I'm remembering. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize that this book was loom adjacent. Well, There's loom lore in this. It's a genie. She tries to get everything in there. Yeah. She, oh, yeah. She's trying to claim that now, too. She's like, oh, I invented the loom well, thing. I invented the loom thing. The, lo- the connection to loom? That was yeah. me. Poor Jeannie. She wasn't allowed to write almost any of the main series books, and all she has is the portrait collection. She just like goes fucking She's wild. She's gobbling up all yeah. these loose threads. <laughs> so your supplies and looms are okay. I was glad I'd thought to close that door. Is my dolly burned and my dollhouse? Okay. Clover asked. That's a weird thing to wonder about. Your fucking house almost burned down and you're you're interested in whether the fucking dolls went up in flames. Clover? Clover, dolls can't be burned. That's not how it works. Though I guess they at this point, they were probably just trying anything. They were trying everything. Yeah, and they had that. Did my dolls get dissolved in acid? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't work, Clover. They have to be drowned. You got to drown them. If you want to get rid of the dolls in your life, Clover, you can't try burning. You have to do drowning. So nice try. Yeah. Ele- electrical p- fire in the kitchen. But you failed. Nice try, Clover. Nice try, Clover. Um, I think we should probably take a break because okay. I have to make... Water. Okay, you don't need to say it like that. And also, when you do say it like that, it makes it very difficult for me to not say more water. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's polite. You say, make dirt and make water. Cyril says it all the time. More water. And I always say, more water. <laughs> you have to show him that scene and, and yeah. teach him how to do that. Sugar, uh, water. More water with sugar in it. <laughs> your skin is... Hanging all off your face. Okay, let's take a break. Goodbye. Goodbye. Babies. Um, let's keep talking about this book. I want to read you something kind of, well, I don't know if it's scary, but it's certainly Genie either going rogue Gen- or really <laughs> revealing something that should have been hit harder in the original series. And similarly, uh, in the first book of these that we read, Stacy's book, we learned that Stacy is a lobster, or yes. Stacy's parents are lobsters, which is something that it's just like the uh, monstrosity, uh, something, something, lobster- some kind of a lobstrosity. Like. Yeah, yes. yeah. From from Dark Tower uh, book two, drawing of the three. You should read everybody. Stop the podcast right now and go and read the whole go Dark read Tower all the series. Dark Tower books. Yeah, all all of them. We'll wait. First five. No, read all of them. They're all fucking good. Read all of them. Read all of them. Best one, book four, Wizard in the Glass. Second best one, book five, Wolves of the Kala. They're all Wizard in the Glass, good. the one that's mostly about Roland as a kid. It's yeah. like a Western. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Oh, and there's a there's one called Wind Through the Keyhole, which is more recent. That came out a few years ago. That's really good. That's also about Roland as a kid. Uh very, very good. And Sarah, to spite me, only read the first three. And then she refused to read the fourth book, which is the best one. Stupid. Did you saw there was a big turtle in there's the fourth a big one? Big fucking turtle. Um And I think it fights it. Yeah. All things serve the bean. <laughs> That's not my point. This is scary. Well, it's not scary, but it's it's similar. So Stacy's family are lobstrosities. It's something you would have thought that they would have mentioned more in the main series, but they didn't. Listen to this, Tanner. Listen to this. Raising me gave my mom some scary moments, too. One afternoon, I was playing alone in my room. When mom came in with some clean laundry, she saw bright red coming out of my ears. Dawn, she said. In as clam a tone as she could manage. Let mommy look in your ears. Okay. (laughs) So she's a clam? Well, I mean, why would you say something in a clam tone? (laughs) Unless you're a clam. There's two reasons I would think to say something in a clam tone. Yeah. The first reason being, I am a clam. Yeah. <laughs> and it is the only tone available to me. Right, exactly. Yeah. The second is, I'm speaking to a clam. <laughs> right, exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> and I want them to understand me. And you want, the clams have ears. That's but Sharon question. is speaking to Dawn, her daughter. So if yeah. Dawn is a clam. Then Sharon's got to be a clam. Sharon's a clam. Right. But also, why would you say, you don't say, I spoke to you in as human a tone as I could manage. So it sounds like Dawn, I do maybe often say that, Dawn is adopted, which would be another f- fucking huge bombshell. I do say that a lot to avoid 
confusion okay. like this. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I said to Jack in as humanly as possible. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Anyway, Genie is dropping bombs here. Possibly Dawn is adopted. Certainly Dawn is a clam. Maybe Sharon's a clam. This It feels like Gene is so good at, Gene is so good at GD. finding these loose ends and claiming them and like, setting the canon for them like yeah the lobster stuff and like the um fridge stuff and refrigerator place stuff yeah that it feels like the clam stuff was probably there all along and we just missed it in the main yeah. canon you know no, that's true. like this is clearly her like making a grab at like oh i'll set the scene for the clam stuff yeah genie's listening to this episode and she's and we're like, just like what why are they stuff? why are they fucking like obviously they're clams obviously they're clams i mean it fits with the Lobster stuff. Yeah. Explains why Dawn and Stacey are so close. Yeah. They're not really, they're are not. they? They're <laughs> not. I think they're probably the two who have the least to talk about when stuck in a room alone together. I was going to say, of all the relationships, let's think about it for a second, but of all the relationships among the main babysitters, I think Dawn and Stacey is the most distant. I think Dawn is, is the most removed. Yeah. I think Dawn's main connection yeah. and only real connection is Marianne. Marianne. Yeah. But the she and Christy sometimes will get along. But it feels forced. It feels, it feels like they forced. get along because they didn't get yeah. along so famously at the beginning. Well, here's a question. Do lobsters and clams get along? Just because they live in the sea yeah. together doesn't mean they get, get along. Maybe they don't. Any seafood scientists? If they're, I wouldn't call it seafood. In the any baby babies that's, or seafood scientists? Describing them as being seafood as their main thing is so fucked up. Well, I, I, how else would you connect <laughs> sea creatures? Clams. Well, that's a lot of things. Like manatees are sea creatures. Okay. Any any crustacean scientists? You saying you eat a manatee? I would not. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. That sounds like what you were saying. Okay. They're like endangered, I think. Yeah, okay. Well, Man, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, if any seafood scientists out there can tell us whether or not clams and lobsters get along, that would be super yeah. helpful. Are clams, here's the ask Are clams and lobsters friends? Mm-hmm. And if not, that explains Donna Stacy. Yes. Um, let me read you something else, Tanner. Listen to this. I'm listening. It's from Early Dawn, Baby Dawn, Beach Dawn. Beach Dawn. These are, in order, Dawn's first four words. Okay. Wawa, water. Mama, mother. Mm-hmm. Dada, father. Mm. Be, beach, be. says Dawn. But be, be is not beach, is it? No, it's an animal. It's like a... It's a buzzing insect. It's a buzzing insect. Yeah. Literally. And this is Genie again. Just Genie. going for it. Yeah. Dawn's so, first word is she, B. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. Jean is hedging her bets here. Yeah. Because she's like, well, either some of them are losses and some of them are clams, or <laughs> they're all Bs. Or they're and all either bees. way, yeah. I want to be the one who's credited on like the... Babysitter's Club Wikia someday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for being the one who came up with the entire theory. Yeah. Genie making a play for the Wikia. And if you do edit our Wikia. Yeah. Our Wikia, the Babysitter's yeah. Club Club Wikia. Yeah, please change it to please be, do the girls are bees except Don and Stacy. And Gene is responsible for sort of like laying the groundwork for. Yeah. The girls being beans. Beans. Yeah. And the spell girls being, being beans. beans. <laughs> <Yeah>. Good. <laughs> And Stacy being a lobster and Don being clear. Yeah. And it's genie. And it's spell if you spell it out, spell it genie. Well, listen to this as well that's related. Listen to this passage. This is in the section of the book where I guess it's New Girl Dawn, just before Sonny's family move in. Okay. So Jill, Maggie, and I always sat together. As soon as we learned how to write, we wrote notes to one another. A lot of our secret notes were about my yellow parakeet, Buzz. Buzz was an amazing bird. We let him fly freely around the house. That's not a parakeet, is it? <laughs> a yellow bird called Buzz that flies <laughs> around the house. <laughs> Don, that's not a fucking no, parakeet. No, that's a bee. That's, that's a bee. A bee. <laughs> He's just hitting it so hard. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's probably her dad, you know? Yeah, that's a B. <laughs> that's just <laughs> another <Yeah>. B. <laughs> it's fucking uh, Jeff. It's Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> also known as Jeff, your fucking brother, Dawn. Gene, Gene is so... I actually have one, too, that I captured. Okay. Gene is so invested in Genie. in this play. Yeah. Of, like, capturing and hoarding lore. Yeah. Well, she gets the... to say she came up with it. She doesn't even need to write any of the other books. But even Maybe, our lore. I think Anne fucking begged her to write the main series books, and she's like, no, I'll just take the ones where they go back in time. And she fucking did all the lore. Is it possible that the portrait collection is the Bible? Mm-hmm. This is the Silmarillion of... This is the Silmarillion. Yes. The Babysitter's Club? Yes. This is what they've all been drawing from the whole time. And eventually yeah. they're just like, let's just publish the fucking Silmarillion. And it's Genie. And it's Genie, Gene the whole time. Yeah. Well, here's what worries me, though, Jack. Yeah. Is she started getting into our lore. She's fucking with our shit. Our meta lore. Oh, really? Okay. Around the books and around our relationship and our relationship with the books. Okay, well, that's worrying, and I don't Listen, love So that. this is the final iteration of Dawn, East Coast mm-hmm. Dawn, where she's snooping on Laser. Yeah. Sandra Laser. Yeah. So she's on the phone. Yeah. And she's taking a note for Mrs. Laser. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Saunders' voice on the phone interrupted my thoughts. Sorry that took so long, she said. That's okay. Tell Janice that the Autobahn Society executive meeting for tomorrow night has been canceled jack has been called out of town on a family emergency Mm. i'll call janice as soon as the meeting has been rescheduled do you have all that so jack had a meeting with some birds oh jesus and it was postponed fuck that's literally what happened we went into the field so that the birds could take us and And it it was postponed postponed for these books that's not great Right? I don't love that at all, Jeannie. Because that feels And personal. this book was written in 1985. Ah! She portended this. That's troubling. Well, listen to this then. Listen to this. And, yeah. and it explains it explains both the time traveling nature of it and further substantiates your point that she's fucking with us. Listen yeah. to this. Yes, I've been writing my autobiography. Oh, yeah, they're writing their auto- autobiographies in these books. Also in Palo City. Yeah, also in Palo That's City. That's the framing for all of these books, but they're also doing it in Palo City, which is weird. And by the way, we are Baby yeah. Weed Lord and Baby Half Pipe yeah. just to reset yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And yes. we are California Baby, yeah. Adult Babies. Mm-hmm. And I'm currently hanging 10. Mm. I'm hanging out with my friend Half Pipe. That's fun. Uh, listen to this. Yes, I've been writing my autobiography. It was my first homework assignment I got on my first day back at my old school, Vista. You know who says, Hasta la Vista, baby? You know who says, Hasta la Vista, baby? Baby? I'm calling you baby in this formulation. Right. You know who says, Hasta la Vista, baby? Baby? No, it's the Terminator. Oh, it's the Terminator. Yeah. Even more relevant. And I think Hasta la Vista means until... I see you again, right? Yeah. But maybe it means until Vista, which is until I go back in time to Dawn School. Baby. And who's the baby here? Dawn. Baby Dawn. And, and That's her elementary school. Vista. What do you think of that? It's a lot to take in. And it's scary. Yeah. What the Terminator is saying is until, until La, La Vista. Vista. And that's us? La Vista is Dawn until we go okay. back in time to Dawn's, to Dawn's fucking beginning, which La is Vista, what you and I are doing. School, uh, which is an elementary school. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. So it's Gene is the Gene so, is the Terminator. <laughs> well, that I don't know. And she's coming to kill us. I think it's a warning. Two adult babies. Yeah. <laughs> that's a defenseless that's a adult babies because yeah. we're just baby. We're adult men in baby bodies. Yeah. Baby guys. We're ba- we're same guys, but we're baby guys. Gene, I'm not Gene. You got me Gene. saying Gene now. Genie, I'm not loving this stuff. Um, you know who else is scary today? <laughs> Whom? Hodges. Actually, you know what? It's not Hodges. It's um the um Cunha. No, it's the uh, angel artillery. Angelo Tillery. Oh, okay, angel art angel artillery. Yes. Look at this. Looking at this cover by Hodges. Yeah. There is a clam. There's a clam on it. Fuck you. Are you serious? Yeah. Let me look. Portrait of San Francisco, Portrait of Dawn, Dawn, Dawn is a baby, and then there's a number of like sea creatures along the 
lower left and one of them is a clam. Okay, well, there it is. Yep, you're right. That's insane. That's bananas. Yeah. Hodges is like, really? Confirmed once guys, again. Hodges is like, these girls are, this girl's a clam? <laughs> are you sure, Jeannie? You say so. I'll put a fucking clam on the cover. <laughs> I did one with lobster, Stacey. I thought that was weird, but... <laughs> All right, your books. I just do the art. Okay, but we're not talking about Hodges' cover. We're talking about... We're talking about Angelo, and he's just drawn a picture of Don smiling maniacally in front of a bunch of, like, a thousand dead sea lions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says, me at Fisherman's Wharf with a bunch they of sea lions. They don't say in the text that they're dead, but I guess it's implied. <laughs> and it's like, there's clearly, like, a fucking sea lion infestation. <laughs> And they all just died on the beach, and Don's like, oh, San Francisco's so cool. <laughs> they do look dead. They all do look dead, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, I thought that was scary. Oh, poor sea lions. And, and very graphically depicted by the angel. Yeah, very graphically depicted. Don, you can see Don's dead eyes. Yeah. Good. That's most of what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Well, there's one more important segment that we do have to hit, and we do okay. have to hit pretty hard, but I do need you to... Do it because okay. I'm not allowed. Oh yeah, okay. Because I can't. I'm not. Yeah. I can try. You can, you can lead up. Lead up with me and try, but don't try too hard. Otherwise, it might come across as offensive. Okay, I'm gonna. Tr- I'm gonna try my best. Okay. Okay. And it is our. Baron of the week. Baron of the week. Now that's best. Better if you don't do it. And it's our Baron of the Week, and Baron is the Scottish word for baby, and these podcasts are baby themed. I will remind you, and we are adult babies, and uh, it's also our Burn of the Week, and yes. it's uh, and that's it's did we find a burn? And we did. Yeah, I did. Oh, I found I, a bunch. I did. Let's see. I only have one, so maybe I should go first, so you don't steal it. Okay, I've got mine. What's yours? When I was three years old, I got the biggest surprise of my life. It started when my parents weren't there to put me to bed at night. They still weren't there when I woke up in the morning. That day, Granny and Pop-Pop flew all the way across the country to stay with us. Still no mommy or daddy. When my parents finally came home, they were not alone. Mom was carrying a bundle that moved and cried and that everyone called the baby. I was confused. I thought I was the baby. Well, it didn't take long for me to figure out that I wasn't the center of everyone's attention anymore. My whole world had changed. Even my dad's pet name for me changed. Instead of calling me Sunshine, he called me Don Don't. <laughs> Don, don't get too close to the baby. Don, don't put Play-Doh in the baby's face. Don, don't throw toys in the baby's crib. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Sucks for you, Don. And then not only do your parents not love you, they don't love each other also. And that's the right. ultimate burn. Dong, don't. Dong, dong, don't. Dong, don't. I'm the baby. <laughs> Gotta love me. Um, here's one for me, and it's also about Granny and Pop-Pop. Then we helped Granny pick out a dress. She tried on several, but we agreed that a royal blue silk dress looked best on her. It's beautiful, Mother, my mom told Granny. You should buy it and wear it to dinner tonight. I will, Granny said. I'll call it my anniversary dress. Fifty years married to Charlie, I deserve something. (laughs) (laughs) I like Don and... uh, Pop-Pop and... And uh... And Granny... Granny's relationship. They're so much fun. It's cute. Don's so worried about it while they're yeah. like gallivanting around San Francisco. Yeah, and that's but not what nice. she should be worried about. She should be worried about about Jack, Jack and, and Sharon. Sharon and Jack Schaefer. Jack Schaefer. Not yeah, sorry. Yeah, not me. Shepherd. Um, Jack Shepherd's happily married, and Schaefer does mean Shepherd in German. So it does. Yes. Yeah. So on Disneyland, yeah. it's another shot across the bow from Jeannie. Yes, Jeannie. Um, I would like to uh, make you uh, very sad. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for that? Are you Do ready have a to be sad? Yeah, we have a segment. And I think, I don't know what it's called, but I know that the T-100 appears. Oh, and he okay. says, I know now why you cry. I know now why you cry. And then he says some other stuff. Okay, and what other stuff? Is it important? Uh, I can Is find this the out. part where he sinks into the lava? It's He's about to. Oh God! So that's the saddest part. Yeah. Well, so uh, of Terminator Two. Yeah. John Connor is like, don't go, don't sink into the. Lo-. He's like, do you want to role play it? 
Yeah. Who's who's John Connor and who's Terminator here? Oh, and one of us needs to do a girl voice for Sarah. Okay. I think, think that's you. okay. I'll be John Connor. Okay, and I'll be Terminator. Uh, and can we do the part where we talk about whether the T-1000 is dead? Can we start there? You want to start at the very beginning? Of, yeah, of, that, of yep. that. Is it dead? Terminated. <laughs> Will this melt in there? And that's the arm? Yes, throw it in. Adios. Why'd you say adios? Because I, I think I threw an arm into... I just, into the lava. I just threw an arm into the lava. And the chip. What? There's like a chip. Chip? Like a... Um, like a Tostitos? No, like a computer chip. Oh. Okay. And the chip. It's over! Is that Sarah? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. I think she's sort of like relieved. <laughs> okay. It's over. Relieved. It's over. I'm so relieved. Okay. No, there's one more chip. Points to his head. Oh, okay. sorry. And it must be destroyed also. Here, I cannot self-terminate. <laughs> you must lower me into the steel. I will not. I'm sorry, John. I'm sorry. I have to go away. And then I get, like, on the chain and I start lowering myself in. I'm sorry. <laughs> it has to end here. I order you not to go. I know why you cry. And then I wipe <laughs> a tear from your face. But it's yeah. something I can never do. And then I hug you <laughs> and I turn to face Sarah Connor and I shake hands with her. And then I grab That's a little informal. the chain and I lower it. <laughs> Goodbye. And then my... and then. As I'm sinking into the molten up. steel, I do a thumbs up. Well, do, don't don't you have to obey my orders? This is my memory is that you have to obey my orders. This is something I cannot do. Okay. Oh, I see, because you cannot self-terminate? Yeah, so, I, I mean, I don't think I can self-terminate, like, I can't say, like, self-destruct, but yeah. I can jump in lava. No, I think I have to lower you down. And who does or that? Sarah, Sarah does, does maybe? I don't know. Anyway, it's very fucking sad. It's very fucking sad. It's and saddest moment there's a, in all the Terminator series. And there's a part of this Low that bar. made me sad as yep. well. And I'd like to read it to you. I was wondering if my grandparents had gotten one another anniversary presents when Granny reached into her purse and pulled out a small square box. What's in the box? She says that? Yeah. Papa says it. What's in the box? Papa gave her the box. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she's giving pop. Oh no, I missed. Re- I'm reading the wrong part. Sorry, I'm reading the wrong part. Pulled out a small square box, gift wrapped in gold paper and tied with a gold ribbon. I should have given you this present before. She told Pop Pop when she handed it to him. You could have used it, Pop Pop. Oh, the, he was late. Oh, uh, he was late. He was a half an hour late because Jeff miscommunicated. Told him the wrong time for dinner, and they all lost their fucking minds. Pop Pop opened the package and took out a gold watch. Put on your reading glasses and take a look at the back, Granny said. He turned the watch over. Don't need glasses to read this, my dear, he said. What does it say? I asked. Pop-Pop didn't hear me. He was too busy kissing Granny, thank you. Get a fucking grip. I turned the watch over and read it myself. CTP and RRP. Time passes. Our love Endures. That's beautiful. What does CTP and RRP stand for? Looking it up. CTP stands for many, many things. Concentrated thought process? Child Turcotte puke score. It's chronic liver disease. Oh, so that's how grandma told him that she has chronic liver disease. Yep. There's the Romanian public transport, the Compania de Transport Public. Well, let's stick to the highlights. That's the these are the highlights. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so it's li- a liver disease, and then a, a, maybe she, she got tickets to a, like a Romanian doctor or something to treat it. Yeah. Well, it was sweet. What was the other one? RRP. RRP. And then so RRP, according to Wikipedia, recommended retail price. It also stands for someone called Robert Roland Philibert. 
Mm, I don't know who that is. Well, it's not even linked. It's just someone on Wik. Some, whoever's in charge of Wikipedia was like, maybe it stands for Robert Roland Filbert. <laughs> it could stand for anything. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Robert Roland Filbert. <laughs> oh no, recurrent respiratory papillomatosis. Papillomatosis. It's a rare medical condition that, that, with benign. Tumors in the So that sucks, and 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 that's why I was so sad about this passage because that's how she tells her husband that she's got some some pretty bad medical stuff going on. She needs to go get it treated in Romania. She engraves it on a watch. Time passes, our love endures, and she needs to get it treated in Romania. Tanner, before we leave, Jeannie has asked us to Jean. to write a review of this book, or she has asked. Oh, she has. Yes, she she. Insists. She has been imploring readers of this portrait collection to write a fucking review for 25 odd years, and mm-hmm. no one's bothered to do it. There's no, not a single review in the iBookstore? Let me look. Five stars. It's great. I loved it. Write a review. Not a single one. Okay. Well, I actually, yeah. Jean Jeannie. gave us a template mm-hmm. this week. To frame our review of the book, yep. may I read it f- to you so you can transcribe it yeah. into the iBooks Perfect. reviews? I love it. Books or reviews? Mm-hmm. Okay. You ready? Yep. She's written this right at the end when Dawn gets her autobiography graded. So five stars. Yep. Good work, Jeannie. Jean. Good work, Jeannie. You told your life story by describing... You told Dawn's life story by describing a few incidents in detail. Great. Each incident had a strong plot line. I'm especially impressed with how you... Should we say we're especially? We're especially, yep. Impressed with how you created suspense in the section when I was 13. You're a good storyteller. It's great to have you back at Vista. No, that doesn't make sense. It's great to have you back... Writing for the Babysitter's Club books. Why don't we just say Hasta la Vista? It's great to have you back, hard stop. Hasta la Vista. Hasta la Vista. There we go. Yeah. And what grade do we give her? Um, for content, I would say an A minus. Mm-hmm. For presentation, I would say a B. And that's really more on Hodges and Angel. Hasta la Vista. Uh, and then I'm just going to say content. We, a minus. We give this... An A minus for content. And a B for presentation. And, and then I would say in parentheses. A B for presentation. And that's really aimed more at and Hodges and Angel. Great. That's really aimed. Or Angela. More at Hodges and Angelo. Jack Shepard and Tanner Greenring. P.S. We love this one. Yep. Great. Perfect. Um, let's get out of here. Um, I like to leave, and I do also like to go, and that's what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'd like before I leave and go is to thank you all so much for listening. I'd like to thank you, Tanner, Baby Tanner, Baby Weed Lord, for bearing with me. Thank you, Baby Half Pipe, for bearing with me this week. You're very welcome. And uh, Baby Babies, uh, please do rate and review our show on iTunes. Oh, Baby Babies. Yeah. You're killing me. Oh, yeah, somebody in the Facebook group. <laughs> a little a Britney Spears humor there. Boy. Someone in the Facebook group said, and I wish I'd captured their name, but they said that when we say baby, baby, we should say it like Justin Bieber says it, or like Britney says it, or like... Oh, baby, baby. Yeah, that's how Britney says it. I prefer baby... Oh, no, or like Amy Grant says it. Amy Grant says it good, and now that I know how Amy Grant says it, I can't think of how... Justin Bieber says, baby, 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 baby. oh, I love that one. Yeah. Uh, And that's how we say it. And that's what we mean. Okay. That's enough. Baby babies. Thank you for listening. Please rate and view our show on iTunes. Please, please, for the love of God, listen to our whole other show that we spend a lot of time on and we sing the descriptions for, and it's about the little sister books and you can find it on patreon.com slash BSCC podcast and also buy our dang merch and we got so much of it now Yeah, and it's the holidays. Yeah, now's a great time. So it's the perfect time to find someone in your life who loves the Babysitter's Club Club podcast, Mm -hmm. that's us, and give them a shirt or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Pins. Pins. Shirts. Maybe stickers. Tote. We got a tote. Got a tote. The whole lot. Go check it out. bit.ly slash bscc merch. 
And join the Facebook group. It's very fun in there. And you can find it at, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, there's a little group link to it called Baby Nation. And that's where all the action happens. And we don't really My mom's in the there. Page. Tanner's mom's in there. She hearts shit all the time. Our wives are in there. Tanner and I are in there. a moderator. Sarah's not active. She's like, sometimes she'll like something. If you if you name check Sarah, she'll pop out of the woodwork and hit you with a like. Yeah. And uh, that's it. Uh, this week, we read a novel that was called Dawn's Book. Dong's Book. Dong's Book. And it's the third chronological book in the portrait collection, and we're racing through these. Oh, yeah. There's only <laughs> six... <laughs> And the uh, Logan and um, Shannon. This feels like a crisis. It feels like we get a lot further along in the process before we start to worry about the process almost being over. Yeah. But we are technically half done. Yeah. Not counting the Shannon and Logan books. Yeah. But we're nearly half done if we do count the Shannon and Logan books. Um, next week, we're going to be reading a book called Marianne's Book. Oh, that's going to be sad. It's gonna be we're gonna have to we're gonna have to brush up on our Terminator role play. And in the meantime, I would like to tell you that I have been this week Jack Alexander Shepard. My name has been Weed Lord. And please do remember to round off the corners in your bedroom, drown all your dolls, call your senator, and demand your right to bear time. And do not forget to let Daddy love you as much as I do. Fight the future. We are. The youth of the nation, we are, we are. That's enough. Handprints in the cement of time. Claudia's wearing a bra now, and the way she talks, you would think that boys had just been invented. Uh, just as we were finishing up before the break, uh, Cyril woke up from his nap and walked into the room adjacent to this room and then turned back to Sarah and said, Dad is doing his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's lost so many good years to Dada doing his yeah. podcast. <laughs> it's sad. It's like the cat's in the cradle. Yeah. <laughs> Dad is doing his podcast. He won't come <laughs> home. <laughs> That's good. You should write a song about that. Yeah, I just did. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>